This is the Ad Hero Podcast, the podcast that reveals marketing tips, trends, and techniques by industry experts, insiders, and influencers. For years, Ad Symbol has helped businesses develop and launch campaigns to amplify their message, establish authority, and earn their lion's share of the market. This podcast will help you design and supercharge your plan to make an impact with valuable lessons you can apply in your business today. To get more information or start now, visit adsymbol.com. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E.com. Let's get started. Welcome to the Ad Hero Podcast for 2020. My name is Gio Giovanni. We also have... Matthew Olivieri. And special guest Mike Lee in the building from Manticore. Hey, yo, what's going on? We out here. Excellent, excellent. So glad to be starting the podcast this year. 2020 man oh my god i just cannot wait i'm so glad we're in this year it's here baby 2020 is here you know we had a great wrap to the year with our uh end of year review episode that dropped last week thank you everyone for the love that you gave us on that episode we love seeing how many people are checking out the ad hero podcast we love the comments uh we see you out there we see you and some of you might be seeing us right now because we are live streaming on instagram on our ad symbol account and mike lee's account and uh, we're going to give everyone an intro to Mike in just a minute here. Uh, but before we do that, Mike, I got to know. Yeah, what do you got now? Are you excited for the 49er game tomorrow? That's a, that's a big thing dropping in the Bay. We're, we're filming in the Bay Area right now. It's playoff time, right? It's playoff time, baby. I mean, are you are you a sports guy? Are you are I'm you a, into that? I'm a Raider fan. Ooh, hey. to tell you. go Las Vegas! Ooh. Hey man, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not too excited about Las Vegas, man. Like, hey, brand new stadium. Hey, but that's but, a great trip. That's a great yeah, Sunday trip, right guess there. Guess what? Huh. Oakland has the best fan base in all of football. Right. I don't care what anyone right. says. Hey, I guess this, this just got baby. divisive in here. I just I just got to or I had some <laughs> inside info a few months ago. Okay, what you got? Drop it. S- someone from within the organization said, you know what? They'll be back in Oakland in five years. No way. <laughs> very highly doubt that. I bet. All right. Okay. So not everyone's a sports fan. I get it. It's going to be a big deal tomorrow. I personally am looking forward to seeing the 49ers win, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Uh, but all right. Here's some other big news that just dropped last night. We got a lot of fans that love when we talk about the comic book world and the MCU. Marvel Universe. Um, so I, I heard a little rumor that there will be a Deadpool 3. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was quoted as saying there will be a Deadpool 3. It's not official yet when it's going to drop or any details, but just hearing that there will be a Deadpool 3, I got excited. I'm a, I'm a Deadpool fan. I'm Deadpool a Deadpool fan. is freaking hilarious. Oh, wait, uh, can we swear on this podcast? Yeah, you can absolutely right, swear. This it. is cool. it. Yeah, all fuck right. it. That's all Sorry, good. Guys, I had to, uh, it's all good. But we don't normally swear, but what did it say? No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. All right, Gino. Uh, and then you got though. some news. I uh, do. Something. What, what dropped last night? Um, so I believe... I believe his name is, I want to say it's Scott Derbach. I, I, I can't remember the director's name. Uh, oh, Scott Derrickson. That's it. Scott Derrickson from the Doctor Strange franchise, All right. or at least the single. Uh, he is actually out now of being the, the director, and that kind of sucks because he had such a great vision, and he'll be introducing the villain of Nightmare in this second one called Doctor Strange and the Multi- verse of madness when's that dropping uh that should be dropping in like uh i think it's in the next year or two uh i think it's 2021 i think it's 2021 and then uh 
But he is going to be on still as an executive director, and he's basically leaving because of creative differences. And everybody here that is a big fan of this universe has already heard the news that James Gunn will be returning That's right. as the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Was that volume four? Three. Three, sorry, volume yes. three. Uh, he was out for a minute because of some controversial tweets or something like that. Uh, all the cast threatened to walk off the film if unless Disney brought him back. They brought him back. So I'm looking forward to Volume 3, man. That's going to be... It's going to be incredible. Actually, uh, it'll be a big wrap I'm wondering... Here's, one, here's a question for you. You think Volume 3 is going to take, like, continue the storyline of after Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Zones, all that? Because okay. what, what, what's going to happen is, is that the Guardians are looking for... Uh, Gamora, Gamora. Right? Yeah. That's right. And the, the real question is, though... Will Adam Warlock be in this film or not? Because they teased him at the very end of the, the very end credits end. Yeah, scene, yeah, the second that. one. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, will he be in this? Ooh. Or will? Or there's also a, a question of, uh, because this, this dropped a few days ago for the Thor Love and Thunder movie, that Beta Ray Bill will, will most likely be in the film. And now it's reported that, um, what's his name? The guy who played the Dark Knight. Christian Bale. Christian Bale will be in Love and Thunder because oh. they're in, they're in the ne negotiating stages right now. But usually, when you hear that, it's nine times out of ten, it's a done deal. Ha have you guys seen the trailer for the New Mutants? Yeah, no. seen that. No. Are you guys a fan? Yeah, are you a fan? I am. Kind of looks like a weird, kind of creepy. Thing. It's it's going to be yeah, it's going to be a little scary. You know, very very interesting about that because that I movie. Don't know how I feel about that. That, that movie like was a horror? that movie was supposed to come I out. I think it might be like a horror movie. That yeah. movie was supposed to come out in nineteen eighty three. You know what I mean? Like, like it's that. Yo. It's no, no, no. Yeah. But it, it, I'm exaggerating. Uh, I'm scared. I'm exaggerating. It was it was actually supposed to come out two years ago, but there was a ton of delays. Plus the Fox and Disney buyout uh, that delayed it, and then there was a bunch of reshoots. So then it turns out Disney went to go see the film, and they're like, "Yeah, hey, you know what? We actually like what was there originally. Let's just keep the." Original footage, hmm. and so they're, yeah, they're going to go with the original footage. That's interesting. From very how many years ago. Uh, well, actually, it was supposed to come out two years ago. <laughs> okay, it, it's that old. Like I'm I remember for when the nineteen eighty three movie. I remember when the movie. I remember when the movie had the trailer out in the theaters. I saw it, and like no one really like gave a crap about it. You really? know? Yeah. If it was like New Mutants, I was like, wow. I wonder if this crowd knows who exactly these New Mutants are supposed to be. Okay. So 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 so, so New Mutants like a spinoff from from what movie? X Men. That's why I figured. Yeah. I, I don't want to be wrong. See, I thought they were gonna do something with the Alpha Alpha Team Alpha or Alpha Team in Canada. Because that's how they the Wolverine are. movie Logan ended. It's right. like they all the kids are like in Canada or something like that. Is that right? was that Canada? Oh, okay. Or they were escaping to Canada. Ah, okay. If I recall correctly, remember seeing that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I thought Logan I, was a good movie. Actually. Right, I, really I, I thought so. I th a lot of people kind of dumped on that film. Really, I liked it. They're it was it was it was good. I um, enjoyed it. I just didn't cry at the end like some guys did. No, I didn't cry. It's because you're not feeling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, look, I shed some tears in Endgame. I'll admit man. that if you're a father, hey, or any kind of parent, you would shed some tears in Endgame. All right, I can see that happen. I can see that happen. <laughs> well, listen, 2020. I mean, as far as pop culture goes and movies and things like that, 2020 has got uh, gonna have to step up big to surpass 2019 because 2019 was a pretty lit year 
for film, for shows. I'm talking Netflix. I'm talking Disney+. Plus. We cover that a lot here on the podcast in the so past. So did uh, Ricky Gervais. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, quite the funny monologue there on the Golden Globes. In case you missed it, give it a, give it a search on YouTube. It's pretty hilarious. It but uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think 2020, the film, uh, TV industry, that whole entertainment area is going to do better than they did in 2019? I feel like everyone's going to be like streaming. Like streaming is going to be the biggest thing. All right, like, all right. Movies are still going to be big, but I feel like like I'm a big movie guy. Like yeah. I have a fat movie list. I've seen every action movie since like 1995. Like I'm, I'm kind of a nice. freak. Um, but I know that. I got people. Dude, I'm <laughs> telling you, like we could talk all day. Um, but, I, but, I, but I will tell you that like I feel like a lot of these streaming platforms like Netflix came out with some pretty good movies. Um, that are just Netflix hosted, you know, because everyone's on the go. Like, people don't really want to spend, you know, an hour and a half, two hours in a movie theater when they could spend an hour and a half, two hours in their home couch and right. have food come in and all this other stuff. Right. Even though I know people, like, over in Campbell, they're trying to compensate for it. Like, you have your little lean-back lounge chairs with their food and everything. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but I feel like the music, I mean, sorry, the uh, movie industry is really just going to, it has a lot to like catch up on. It's br- tough for new ideas well, too. Well, uh, he brings up an interesting point though. Like I have seen movie theaters really trying to keep people coming back. Oh by, yeah. by enhancing the overall experience. It like is. we got food now, we got lounge recliners that got heaters built in. I mean you can take a nap in there. Well, I, as your boy Martin Scorsese said, you know, it's like theme parks. <laughs> right, right, no, right, right. Is that right. really your boy? <laughs> What's well, Italian? Shout out, <laughs> shout out, Martin Scorsese. I know you're listening. I'll give you a call later, bro. Yeah. And 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 real quick, um, it's going to be. Re- I think mm. it'll be really hard to top how much money came into those movie theaters this past year because right. it was billions with a B. You know, not not just one or two movies, several movies. Well, they had a bunch of hit blockbusters 2019. Yeah, yeah. 2019 yeah. was huge. 2019 for films. was huge. I, I mean, can you guys even think of like one movie that is on the docket to come out in 2020 that's gonna be huge? I can't even think of one. Yeah, uh, I think uh, Wonder Woman 84 will be huge. Huh. I think okay. they, I can that see will, that. I can um, see that. Let's see. Maybe Top else. Gun. Oh Isn't yeah, like I, I didn't know they're doing a new Top Gun. I so can see was, uh, Top Gun doing about 700. So is Tom Cruise gonna be in there? He is. Yes. Really? Yes. He is. He's going to be in a wheelchair. They're going to wheel him into the plane. <laughs> hey, I'd be really excited to see that, to be honest. Yes. Although, oh, and maybe the new James Bond movie. Oh, yeah. So, that's so, 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 so speak about the James Bond movie. So who is it really going to be? Idris Elba or like what? Or is that like know. the biggest No, I think that's life? a rumor. I think no, that's no, a rumor. No, no, it's Daniel Craig. The only thing that, okay, that cool. just got dropped a few days ago was Hans Zimmer will be doing the scoring from that movie. Oh, I love Hans Zimmer. And it's interesting because... They're only giving them three months to do it, but it's kind of funny because there's been other big time scores who've scored movies in way less time. Right. You know, J- uh, Hans Zimmer and John Williams are oh, two of my favorite John Williams, yeah. composers. Really, for for movie films. So, yeah. I mean, those are guys that you could just put on your uh, Spotify and just kick back and just listen just hit after hit after hit and just takes you back to these classic films, right? When you listen to the music, and I I'm love gonna, their work. And I'm going to add to that list. I think his name's Silvestri. He's the guy oh, that yeah, actually Alan, did the- Oh, yeah, Alan uh, Silvestri. Yeah, he did the uh, yep. Avenger films. Oh, really? oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> Well, because all those are, are the, they're all uh, recorded live, right? All of them. Oh, well, you mean with like a live orchestra? Yeah, yeah, oh, with yeah. Like, with like a whole like, live orchestra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, and actually, you know what? Before we even take one more step further, because I, I hope he's tuning in, uh, our boy Gabe over at Starving Musician, because we are rocking some brand new equipment in here. For you guys that aren't watching on Instagram Live right now, 
we got a mixer, we got a microphone, headphone channel thing going on here. We got new software that we're using to record all this. So we hope our voices are sounding much crisper. All I got to say is um, like this: this is awesome. Yeah. Much, much better. Yeah, big shout outs to Gabe, starving musician in Campbell. I think that's officially San Jose. San Jose. It's like that it's border. It's right on Stevens Creek. Yeah, yeah. it's Steve like border. if you take one step one way, you're in Campbell. One yeah. step the other way, you're in Santa Clara. And the if others, you know, yeah. anyways, if you know where the Auto Mall is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And for everyone who's listening on the East Coast or some other place, you could care less. But yeah, starting musician, <laughs> cool spot in the South Bay of California, <laughs> NorCal. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna start an account there. Like they're gonna be our home, our go-to. Yeah, he was awesome. Great customer service. Great customer service. So listen, why don't we transition? And talk about our guests, because we have an honorary ad hero wow. in the house. I've, I've never been a hero before. Uh, you are a hero, man. You're a hero to me. Get the cake. Thank you. You're wow. a hero to me. <laughs> Dang. Where's and you know cake? what? I, the, my favorite part about, because Mike, he's always got, his his swag alert is always like off, right? Dang, he's He's guys. rolling in here. He's got the scarf. He's got the shirt, the hat, glasses. He looks like he's straight out of Hollywood, rolling in here, ready for the pod. I mean, I, I love your look, man. Dude, I love your dude, look. Dude, I, just because you love. can't see me, like I, I, I try and swag out at all times. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to hear it in my voice. So Mike, Mike is someone I met here in the Valley a uh, long time ago and uh, kind of kept a, a pulse on his, on his uh, work and kind of where he's been. And he's going to get more into that. But essentially, he is the founder and CEO of a creative marketing agency yeah. group. Uh, actually, it's several products, several things. Uh, but he's doing big things, and um, he's definitely a mover, a shaker here in the Valley. Thank you. And uh, that's what we like to have here on the podcast. I appreciate it. But that. he recently did a, something huge, which was a rebranding of his main uh, company. And uh, we wanted to have this episode be focused on the opportunities and the challenges of rebranding your company name. So if you're listening out there and you have a small business and you are considering changing the name of your company for any reason whatsoever, uh, there's going to be some inherent you know, bumps in the road, some things that you're going to have to overcome, some challenges there. But there's also going to be a lot of opportunity um, and kind of starting fresh, a new name, new thing. So we just thought it'd be dope to have Mike on the show and kind of like tell us some more about that. So I don't know, man, without further ado, you want to give us even more of a little bio, a little wow. background and give us the whole rundown? Cool. Sweet. Um, I know you East Coast people probably won't care about this as far as where I'm from, but I'm born and raised in San Jose, California. Um, and I local high school, went to San Jose State for engineering, started my company pretty much when I was in high school and then started to do you know a lot more expansion work when I went to college. Can we know uh, what high school? Oh, I don't know if I should say that on the interwebs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I went to Valley Christian. I'm a proud. Oh, Valley shout out Warriors. Valley Christian Warriors. I'm a very proud Valley Christian guy. We'll you tag know. you. Uh, all my buddies over uh, going live are, are all MIDI boys, but Valley Christian's where it's at. <laughs> Sorry, Valley Christian's where it's at. Um, but yeah, private school kid. Um, you know, I started out doing a lot of stuff at Valley in the space program. So we were the first high school in the world to put a fully automated experiment on the International Space Station. Um, got me a full ride to San Jose State for engineering nope. and, um, you know, saved a lot of money going to college and put that money toward my company. And, you know, now we're here today. And, um, and what was the original name of the company? Oh, yeah. So originally it was Cold Brew Creative. Um, the reason why I came with that name was because um, we were a bunch of creatives that loved to drink cold brew. So I spent <laughs> a lot of money on designers for craft coffee and craft beers. I didn't know beer could be $15 a glass. So. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, uh, and okay, so Cold Brew Creative, so you start that while you're still at San Jose State or right after you graduated? So I started it 
Cobra Creative was my first year in San Jose State. Wow. So, so while yeah. you were still a student. Yeah. So before that, my company is called CyberSpark. We did a bunch of IT work. Okay. So, you know, I was a high school kid working with small business owners, making sure their computers are up and running and, you know, antivirus, all that cool IT stuff. Just um, on that hustle. On that hustle. Yeah. Love that. And uh, okay, so so you're still in school. How old are you at this time? When I'm you actually not in. Oh yeah, yeah. At this point, at this point, I'm still in school. Um, I was. I technically started my company. When I was 16 doing IT work, but Colbert Creative. I was 20. Uh, you know what I love about that, Gino? Chime in here. What I love about that is, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like if you're a kid that grows up in West Hollywood or the greater LA area mm-hmm. and you're surrounded in, in certain parts by a lot of people that are just like on that movie game hustle, then I feel like I've always had this interpretation that, you know, you might have like a movie script idea or you have some sort of project that you want to get produced or get created. Right. And I feel like if you're in Silicon Valley and you grow up, you're just inundated with everyone around you who has ideas to start businesses. Yeah. So I feel like the young people here, it's just like it's just a given. Like you, you want to be creative, you want to have ideas. Did you say how did you get inspired to just yeah, start so, your own thing? So my dad used to work at Cisco and um funny story. When I was like four or five years old, my dad was like, You're gonna learn how to build your own computer. It was like, Oh, Star Wars, this is your destiny. You know, that type <laughs> of thing. So um, I learned how to build my com- first computer like when I was like six. Um, and wow. and he goes, he said, "All right, now solve your own problems." So ever since then, my daddy's bringing these little parts home from Cisco that they didn't need, and he was like, "All right, have some fun, you know, figure things out." So, um, that came a time in my life where I was like, "Do you know what? I have a skill. I think I can make some money, and uh, people kind of like talking to me, so maybe I can, you know, do something cool." So, um, started in IT work, and then uh, did that for a cool minute. Uh, made a little bit of money, bought my first car. Nice. Um, the day before I started college, I bought my first car because I was like, how am I going to get to school right. for college? I don't want to drive my mom's car. Right. I'm definitely not taking the bus. You know, like it was uh, it was a struggle. And then, you know, found my first car. Um, God bless. And it was just like, all right, let's nice. keep it moving. Um, and then from there, I transitioned from IT to web. So I did a lot of website jobs. Um, even to this day, I still help out some people with, with uh, website jobs. Um, I just do them off from scratch myself and then started bringing on better, more talented people to H- you know, HTML, Python, like HTML, CSS. Okay. Um, back in the day, day, we did like web.com, web, freewebs.com. I was that kid in class, hey, hey, oh, check out my website, mikelee.freewebs.com, you know, type, type of thing, you know? <laughs> so I thought it was cool with the girls, but they didn't care. Um, but yeah, um, did that, worked with the. Uh, a guy by the name of um, Rudy Castillo gave me my first opportunity uh, to kind of get my website foot in the door and then okay. just, you know, kept it going from there. So uh, fast forward to the when did you when did you have the uh, idea or the consultation to consider changing the name and why, how did that all come about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Um, so, yeah. So. So. So when I when I was doing web, uh, one of my mentors, um, Jamal Newborn, shout out to Jamal Newborn my guy um he was like hey man you have a lot of potential to like do more and like Mm -hmm. you know really inspired me to you know do some really awesome things um started moving into the whole creative space so that's when i changed my name to cold brew creative because we started doing a lot of print uh started you know still kept doing web you know was Mm -hmm. trying to do a lot more Mm -hmm. um and then another one of my mentors well i consider him a mentor he may not know this but when he hears it he'll know now um juan sanchez um i look up to him a lot Uh, he was like hey mike you know you should probably you know this is a great opportunity for you to kind of rebrand and become a household name here in silicon valley 
Um, cause right now the name cold brew creative is very played out. Like Starbucks has a cold brew, like Phil's has a cold brew, like dude, how are you going to be different? And what I noticed was like, I was like, dude, I don't care. Fuck it. Like I have a great personality. People, uh, people uh, look past my name. Um, but it's like every trade show I went to every event, they're like, Hey, cold brew, you sell coffee? I was like, <laughs> no, I hate to disappoint you. <laughs> um, yeah. and funny, then, funny side story. You actually do sell coffee. I now. do. I do. I have a company called Mike's Brews. Mike's <laughs> Brews underscore. <laughs> That was uh, so I had a lot of brand issues there. We'll get into that. <laughs> so people are like, so is Cold Brew your coffee company or is that your marketing company? And I was like, rebrand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> went through that rebrand process. Um, so yeah, uh, pushed through that, and it was like, hey, you know, and he what he told me was, you need to make a name that that doesn't mean anything, um, but at the same time can be everything, you know. So so it was like. Like his company's called Bonfire. Like you think about, and it's B A U N F I R E. So it's a name that like doesn't mean anything, but like definitely means something right. to a lot of people. You <laughs> right, hundred percent. So, so I was like, you know what? Like went down, came up with a bunch of names. Um, yeah, how did you do that creator process? So a lot of my Instagram followers are gonna know uh, I'm a Leo, as you can tell, uh, August sixteenth. And, you know, I was like, you know, I want to do something that's like related to my personality. That's like something that's do with me and doing things like that. So I was like, you know what? Let's uh, let's come with some names. So I went through, dude, I had like 30 different names. Wow. And I was like, all right. Wow. I went through. I said, can I add something onto this? OK, does this make sense? Does this sound cool? Right. And then came up with the name Manticore because I, I wanted to do something that was like Leviathan, which was like an epic name, like something straight out of 300, like Leviathan, slain by Troy or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a bad way. That's not a bad name. Dude, dude, I was like, did you oh, use a hyphen? Dude, 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 I was going to do like Leviathan, but like remove all the vowels. Oh. So L-V-T-H-N. You know, okay. and then okay. some other agency had the same great idea. They've been around for five years and they had the domain and everything. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. Manticore. <laughs> so um, it's a name that a lot of people don't know about. Um, yeah, explain it. Yeah. Yeah. So basically it's a Persian mythological beast. Uh, my buddies know a little bit about it. And it was just kind of like, hey, you know, it has like the wings of a, of a bird and the tail of a scorpion and the face of a lion. And at the time. You know, I thought about it as like, you know, my company, we have multiple services and we all come together with like a uh, unstoppable beast. Right. So the Manticore is like one of the beasts that like could never be slain. By I like, love that. By like a single individual, you know. So so it was like, you know, it, it, it felt right to me. I loved it and it just fit my personality. So go ahead. Oh, yeah. So if, if I'm in business and I'm looking for a particular product or service. What do I go to you for? Cool. So for us, um, we specialize in creative print and then signage. So we work with um, a lot of medium and large size companies. So we work with a lot of event venues and um, event, I want to say event production companies, kind of like event rentals as well. So we help them get products that they need for their customers, um, as well as work with customers to direct to make sure that they have the right products they need for people to see. So, like, if you have, like, we're doing a project right now um, with the local hotel where we're putting stuff up in the windows, we're putting stuff up on the elevators. Like, we have a huge campaign that we're doing for them. Um, and we have an account with a couple construction management companies where um, you have a new tenant that moves in, or you have a new, um, you move into a new building, you need to sign up, you know, 50 feet in the air. Like, we got our guys to go out there and put a sign up 50 feet in the air with your logo on it, you know, so. Yeah, if you, got, if you guys don't already follow Mike Lee, you got to check out his Instagram. He's got great stories that he posts all the time. Sometimes it's just him just chilling you. in his car, going somewhere, but they're, they're hilarious, but they're real. 
Um, and uh, he's, he's it's uh, at it's Mike Lee underscore. Yeah, is that one underscore or two underscores? That's one underscore. One underscore. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll put in the show notes. Uh, but check him out. He's good. But back back to the matter at hand. Okay, so you you do this name change. That's a cool name. Real quick for those who can't see it, the logo is awesome. And but to me. It looks like something straight out of Vegas. It looks like I'm going to walk into the Bellagio Dude, or MGM, something. Baby. Yeah, it, it does, looks like I'm going to see. Doesn't that look like a Vegas-like type it logo? Does, yes. Shout it, out to a Jamal Newborn designer my logo. <laughs> Shout out. I had to zoom in on that. Extreme close-up. Yeah, yeah, extreme yeah. extreme close-up. It's like Manicore, World Series of Poker, $10 million prize. Uh, and, uh, there you go. You could be a sponsor. Yeah. I'm sponsoring World of Poker in five years. <laughs> <laughs> Better watch out. So now you make this brand change. Okay, so someone listening out there who's considering doing the exact same thing, or maybe they they just have completed updating their brand to something brand new, what are the immediate kind of checkboxes that you saw that you needed to do to like let people know, let the world know? Yeah, so the biggest thing that people, the biggest mistake that people make is that they try and make all new everything, right? There's a lot of things that you, that, that you can actually re- reuse. So your Instagram pages, you can just change your names and make an announcement. Um, your email list, you can just change your name and make an announcement and keep your list and your following. Mm. Um, the biggest thing that people, I feel like, don't do, it's letting people know that you're going to do a name change. Like, hey, guys, mm. um, you know, we're changing our name, but we're going to still offer the same services. You know, because people just go, okay, we're doing name change. And people are like, wait, who the hell is this guy? Mm. Right. Um, so you have to look at that as well. Um, another thing is figuring out why you're doing a rebrand. Right. So my reason was because people would, it was conflicting with my other company, Mike Spruce, at Mike Spruce underscore on Instagram. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> we have the best coffee in, in all of Silicon Valley. Um, anyway, sorry, Phils. So, so for us, it was a matter of brand confliction. Um, as well as service confliction. So um, I want people to see my name and say, okay, wait, who are these guys and what can they do for our company or how can someone on our team help them out, you know, Mm. type of deal. And if the first thing that comes to your mind is cold brew and we don't sell cold brew, you know, I was on a call with a big company. They're like, wow, I was looking forward to drinking cold brew. So, you know, so I had to send them some Mike's brews in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) So so you actually did pre, like, are you saying you, like kind of did like a pre-announcement to everyone yeah, like so hey heads up in january 2020 we are now going to be called this yeah so uh, we need to charge a battery yeah we're all getting that way yeah and we're good uh, go ahead all right cool yeah so so um for me i made first i talked to some really um people there's some really close people that i you know really would like to get their insight from so mm. i talked to matthew i talked to a bunch of other people um and i was Appreciate like hey what do, you th- what do you think about this name like you know here's some want to run this by you get some ideas and then once i got a really good buy-in from most everybody um i was like all right cool let's go and make this change um and one thing that um one of my mentors told me he was like hey um it's all about what situation you're in with your company as well mm. Right. So if if most of your customers buy from you, it doesn't matter what your name is. People buy from, you know, you and your personality. Um, So a lot of my customers buy from Mike Lee, not necessarily from Cold Brew or from Manticore. So um, now that we're bringing on more people on our team in terms of sales and development and things of that nature, uh, we have to have a household name, you know, Mm -hmm. that people can relate to and see. So if you go down the street and you see, you know, or or if you're driving down the freeway and you see Manticore on an ad symbol billboard, you're going to know what it is. Now, I have a question for you. Uh, being in this whole like new year, new decade, I've uh, heard some experts explaining how branding is even more important than it was even years ago. So what is a tidbit you can give 
to maybe small to medium-sized businesses who need that help and that extra push into getting their branding by the, uh, out there? Is it is it through social media? Is it through digital? Everything digital? It, what would you suggest? Yeah, yeah. It also depends on like how much you want to spend, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, putting together a good marketing campaign based on your audience and the people that you want to target is how you're really going to be successful in this game in terms of branding. So for me personally, like there's there's my brand as Mike Lee, like Mike Lee, the guy who's in Silicon Valley doing all this crazy stuff, right? <laughs> and 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 there's my brand as Manticore, and then there's you know the other lines that I have. For me personally, as Mike Lee, like I know my brand represents really well on Instagram, so I focus on that heavily, right? I try and post once a week. Um, I try and do as much as I can work with other people on Instagram, going live, doing stories, all this stuff, because I know that's where my audience is at. Uh, for Manticore, I know that we're really big on B2B, right? We have very few B2C customers, but we're really big on B2B. I know my B2B audience is primarily on like LinkedIn. Like My B2B audience isn't really on Instagram, or I know my B2B audience is at certain events where we should sponsor or at certain events where we should have a table or booth. Mm. So for a small business, like for instance, if you're a local restaurant in the Rose Garden here in San Jose, like what can you do to be, you know, that really homegrown place? Like, is it, is it like a every door direct mailer campaign that goes to everyone in your area? Um, is it, you know, you want to run a special like in the middle of the street on an A-frame, like, what is it that like you can do where you can be that person? It's really looking at what you have to offer to the people around you. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, and so okay, so you talked a little bit about the 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 process of releasing that name change, stuff like that. Uh, any any uh, interesting challenges that you personally experience? Like anybody like hit you with oh oh I hate that new name or oh I'm not going to do business with you because I don't know who you are anymore or I mean anything come up for you personally yeah, 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 that yeah. you think might somebody else might happen to Absolutely so um, my buddies or some of the people I asked are like they were like so why this name right and I explained it to them I was like okay cool it makes sense and then the name is the easy part to get people to understand depending on your industry right mm. um, if you're in like food space or if you're in like you know advertisement space if you're in something different your name has to reflect what you're doing, you know, for people to kind of get that first message. Um, in my space, being in marketing and even in the marketing consulting space, it's like, okay, like, can you get the job done type of deal? Um, my, my, so my biggest hangout was my logo. So uh, people were like, all right. Like, I had mixed reviews on my logo. Mm. Um, like, this went through four different iterations. Actually, went through six different iterations. Um, on this logo alone that you see if you're on Instagram or if you're going to look us up later on Instagram, mm. um, this, this logo itself, we went through three different iterations. Like just on the wings, we changed it three times. Just on, you know, the like tail, we changed it two times. Just mm. on the font for Manticore, we went through that a couple times. And it was like until I felt as though it was something that I really liked and I had majority buy-in, right? Like because if I loved it, great. But I want to get majority buy-in because there's always going to be people who like, like hey i hate that okay yeah right right and it's always haters it's always haters but like i just go okay whatever we have great services you know type of deal so um you know that's kind of like how i dealt with that challenge i got majority buy-in and then push it out because you're never going to get everyone to like your stuff like Mm. you know that's like saying you know i love apple phones but we have a huge force of android users out there (laughs) right right um, all right. Well, that dude, I mean, that for me, that that covers a lot. I think if you're listening out there to this episode and you're thinking about doing a brand name change or you're just completed that process, you're probably experiencing a lot of the same stuff. Uh, but it sounds like the key takeaways are definitely if you haven't already done the name change, 
let your customers know in advance. Absolutely. Let let them do an email blast, do personal reach out, let them know, hey, listen, our services aren't changing. What we're doing isn't changing. We're just doing this brand, you know, rebrand, right? Um, and then once the name change actually takes place, definitely talk to your advisors, your mentors, maybe pass it around, what you're thinking about changing it to, share your logo, maybe on social media, get people's feedback, right? And then um, the third takeaway is when the brand actually does launch, switch things over, recycle things. Don't start from scratch. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. rebuild your Instagram from zero. You know, Absolutely. just change the name. Can I add a couple things? Real yeah, quick? man, hit yeah. it. Yeah, that's so the point. Like, yeah. So like, even when you're doing the whole when you're doing the whole name change at the very end, make sure you have to make sure that you run it by depending on what industry you're in. Obviously, like some of your biggest customers and the people who really help keep your business flowing are the people that you need to make sure that they know about what's going on. Because if you change it, you don't tell them, like, that's 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 money you could be missing out on, right? Um, and then additionally, like, th- look, look at, like, new ways of um, advertising for your business, right? Um, I know this is uh, Ad Symbols uh, podcast, so I, I have to shout them out, and I love their services as well. But you have to look at, look at, you have to look at all the outlets that you have available, right. you know? Right. Um, and you'll be actually really cool, um, in the comments, I don't know if this is going up live or anywhere, but in the comments, like just put out and say, Hey, I have a business and you know, here's the things that I've done to go through, not just a rebranding process, but also advertisements as well. You know, mm. it's good to build that community here at ad symbol. So, uh, yeah, put Appreciate it in the comments, it. let us know. So just to wrap it up, I got one surprise thing here. You didn't know he was going to do this, but uh-huh. we're going to, we're going to, we're on for 2020. We're going to do something new. I don't know what we're going to call this yet, but quick hitters. I don't know. Just have just a couple rapid fire questions. Oh God! Just let the viewing audience know some cool Call insights me. about you. All right. All right. So I'm, this I'm, wasn't scripted. So I'm, and Gino doesn't know about this either. So I'm gonna be. I'm the gonna first be like one Kendrick Lamar this. out here. So right. let's go. it's all new to me, man. It's all no, new no, no, to me. no, no. Drop the beat. Uh, just a couple. We'll see how this rolls. We'll, all right. we'll try it out. Let's quick go. Guys. All right. Me. Here we go. Uh, quick hitters, and just say the first thing that pops in your mind. Got it. All right. Marvel or DC Universe. Marvel. All right. Uh, sushi or. Steak. Steak all day, baby. <laughs> Tomahawks. Okay. Uh, surf or ski? I, I hate the water, so ski. All right. And I don't know. What else can we think of? Can you think of any? Oh, uh, uh, hip-hop or country? <laughs> That's the easiest one. Country. Not just hip-hop. <laughs> <laughs> hip-hop for sure, for sure. All right. And then one last one. We'll just do five. Gino, hit him with one. Okay. Uh, let's see. Porsche or uh, Acura? You know it's always going to be Porsche. Man. I know, I know, I know. The first one that came to mind. I want to. Can I change? Can I say? Can I say? Uh, I I might already know the answer on this. Can we say Ferrari or Corvette? Corvette all day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Corvette C8 sponsor me. Corvette, if you're watching this. <laughs> I'm a. I'm gonna take it back. Uh, GI Joe or Transformers? Oh, oh that's old school. Uh, the G.I. Joe movie was awesome. I really Actually, enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, the first one. I mean, yeah, and yeah. the first Transformers with Megan Fox was awesome. It really was. Only the first one. I heard Bumblebee well, was good. But I, I saw Bumblebee. It was like, all right. Um, G.I. Joe or Transformers? What's going to be? <sighs> Transformers. All right. <laughs> Transformers. I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> there it is. Mike, tell our listening audience, where can they connect with you on the interwebs? Where can people meet up? Where can they learn yeah. more about Manicore? Go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if, uh, if you want to meet Mike Lee personally, um, you can follow me on Instagram at it's Mike Lee underscore. Uh, if you want to learn more about our marketing services, you can find us at at Manticore. I'm sorry, at M-N-T-C-R-E. So I'm going to repeat that for you again. It's a at M-N-T-C-R-E. Um, that's our Manticore Instagram. 
Um, and if you're interested in getting the best coffee in all Silicon Valley, at it's um, at Mike's Brews underscore. So, um, yeah, thanks for having me. Dan. All right. And how about how about saying goodbye in Punjabi? Oh, shoot. Uh, I forgot how to say goodbye. Oh, he speaks Punjabi. Dude, this guy yeah, is a man. Dude, of- like, like I'll, I'll go whip it out. So all my buddies just call me Kalajat. You know, like oh. I, I used to be out there. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I guess I could be like Sashirikal, you know, type of thing. But. <laughs> Yeah, you know we out here. <laughs> love it. We know that. All right, man. Thanks for coming on the show. We love you all. Gino, sign us out, man. All right. This has been the Ad Hero Podcast with your host, um, Gino Giovanni. Matthew Livieri. And special guest, Mike Lee. Excellent. Tune in every uh, Wednesday on the podcast right here on Ad Hero. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Peace. Peace. Want to advertise big and build massive brand authority at the same time? It's easier than you think. Open Display by AdSymbol lets you advertise on digital billboards nationwide. Just go to opendisplay.com for a free account to get started.